Hello, lovely friends. Hi, welcome back to Courage is Calling with me, your host, Mel Wiggins. Um, I wonder how you're doing today as you listen to this, wherever you are, in the kitchen, in the car, on a walk, putting washing away. Those are all my favorite places to listen to podcasts. Uh, today, I thought I would begin a two-part series on getting brave with boundaries. This is something that I have noticed is really, really, really one of the biggest things that we need to talk about when it comes to building courage, being brave, moving towards the things that we feel called or compelled to do, our boundaries. Um, And so I'm wondering, let me just get a temperature gauge of of where you're at, but I wonder if you've maybe thought of some of these things before. Have any of these situations crossed your mind? Wanting to throw your phone at the wall because you're so sick of it, so sick of your addiction to it, even when you tell yourself it's, you know, working or networking or marketing and feeling like it just never ends. Or maybe you feel like you don't have any time for yourself or your hobbies. You're not even actually sure what any of your hobbies or what you like to do are anymore because you feel really consumed with running your home or running your business or doing the thing. Maybe you feel like your brain never switches off because you're always running from task to task and and you're not really, really sure that you're giving your full attention to anything. Maybe you're someone that feels like they're always sneaking in work when you're at home. So you get the kids to bed or you get the dinner washed up and you're back on the laptop. Um, Maybe you feel like you have really demanding clients and you're starting to be resentful of that and you feel like you can't say no to them and you're bending to their whims. Or maybe you're someone who anytime you're asked how you're doing or how things are going, your default response is, yeah, I'm so busy, so busy, it's crazy, so tired, so busy. Or maybe a weekend at home on your own with a stash of movies and all the good snacks sounds like heaven to you. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if those are things that have crossed your mind before or if you can relate to any of that. I just want to say if that's if that's the case, you're absolutely in the right place by listening today. Um, and those are absolutely thoughts that I've had at one stage or another. That's how I came up with them. I came up with those points really easily because they have been my own lived experience. I want to tell you about something personal. So about four years ago, I really was barely keeping my head above water. I was running a home, caring for my my family, running a charity project, running this business assembly. I had a two-year-old and a six-year-old and a marriage and all these other responsibilities to manage and I was right in the deep end and it all came to head after a real bout of panic attacks came out of nowhere um one night I actually ended up at A&E thinking that I was dying of a heart attack um and anyone who's experienced panic attacks as part of their mental health story will attest to that's really how it feels at times and that was the wake-up call that I had to, to know that I needed to address how what was going on on the outside was really affecting me and my body on the inside. I needed to make some changes. 
And not only did I need to get some help medically, I knew that I needed to work out a better and easier way of doing things that didn't involve me sacrificing my mental and physical health. So I want to share some of that learning with you and I want to talk through some of the insights that I've I've gained, the shifts that have happened for me that have helped me to feel more safe, more free in my life and work. Um, and I think the key here is getting to the baseline of why we're so frazzled um, and torn. And I have a few ideas about why this is so and why women in particular are grappling with this desire for balance so much more than we understand that men are and why it's distracting us from the amazing work that we could be doing in the world. So to start off, I want to just do a little run through of what I believe boundaries are and why they're so important in helping us redress some of the balance in that feeling frazzled and torn state. And the first thing I want to say about boundaries is boundaries are not constrictive. They are freeing. They are freeing. And maybe you have grown up in a culture where boundaries have meant restriction or being confined. And sometimes boundaries in you know, in a really traditional sense can get a bad rep and be associated with stuff that maybe hasn't served us in the past. But I want you to know that boundaries, when applied the right way, are supposed to be so self-supportive and so freeing. When we are really clear about what is serving us well and what isn't, boundaries are the action point that helps us align with what we really and truly want to be doing. So I want to compel you to ask yourself what freedom do I need to have that I don't right now? What boundaries can I put in place around my work, my relationships, the things that feel ill-fitting to me right now that will bring me more freedom and more opportunity to focus down on the things that are going to help me grow and develop as a person? The second thing I want us to understand about boundaries is this. Boundaries do not equal letting people down. They mean that we get to be really clear and kind with the people that matter most to us. Because there's nothing that can harm a relationship more than unclear, undefined boundaries. And often when a relationship is strained or difficult or burdensome, it's because we've allowed our boundaries in that relationship to be unclear or loose. But when our loyalty to ourselves remains intact, And we are clear about what we are willing to do, how much time we're able to invest, what kind of support we can offer, how much of ourselves we can give. It actually fosters safety and clarity in our relationships. So I want you to think of relationships that you're having any difficulty with right now. It could be work or client relationships. It could be family or friends. And notice where communication and clear boundaries might be ambiguous or avoidant at the minute. And I want you to know it's not too late to update your boundaries and be clear with the people that you care about most. And it might mean that you have to draw a line or say no, or let someone that you love know that you aren't able to commit to the thing in the way that you thought you could before. And this absolutely can feel stretchy at first because adjusting and updating boundaries might trigger reactions in other people but it is the best thing you can do for others and ultimately yourself being clear in order to be kind. And that's a Brené Brown uh, soundbite. 
And she also says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. And finally, one last truth about boundaries. Boundaries actually offer us the opportunity to do our best work, to be self-supportive and intentional about what we want to offer or create or how we want to show up. Boundaries allow us to be really true and really loyal to ourselves. So when we're intentional about where we stand on things and how much time we have, what our priorities are, which absolutely are going to shift and move around for different seasons of our life, we will see our truest work coming through. There is something about being really clear on what matters and what's most important that's going to allow us to siphon off things that actually were never meant for us in this season. And we can be specific about you know, our offerings and our services. We can be more focused on doing the stuff that brings out our best and we can serve and work um, and be of service from a place of intention and peace rather than burnout or scarcity or resentment. So those are some reasons that I think boundaries are really important and we need to be clear about Um, how they're here to really help us feel more safe, more free, more focused. And what I'd love for you to do, if you're up for a little bit of homework, is to write down um, some of the things that really are hitting home for you. And then also, just as I talk through this next bit, you might want to make some notes. Because what I want to do is look at what's in the way. What's in the way of us? So if, if boundaries are so great, Mel then why are they so freaking hard? (laughs) Why are they so hard to set? Why can I not get my boundaries sorted? Well, there's stuff in the way. And I think that it's important that we call that out, that we tell the truth about why boundaries are difficult. Um, And so I want to talk through like four or five different reasons that I believe boundaries, um, why boundaries are difficult for us in particular as women. So what's in the way? So the first thing I want to talk about is that when it comes to boundaries, we're really trying to contend with a very patriarchal society. And this is a big one. And it underpins so much of what we do and how we view balance and boundaries and all of that. We are forever trying to compartmentalize our lives and not acknowledging that there's always going to be a bleed and then forever feeling guilty that we can't switch off. What we sometimes forget is that the systems and the functions of this world are not built for women who want to explore their desires. They're not built for us to maneuver between home and work easily. We are constantly thrown off by the systems and the barriers that have been created by men to suit male needs and the way men operate. And what happens when we come up against this is that we hit that wall, realize that we can't do all of those things, that we can't compartmentalize work and home and family and friendships and all of the things that we're supposed to balance and um, have boundaries around. And we come up against that and then we surmise that something's wrong with us and we swallow this, this guilt pill and we know that guilt will eat us up. It eats us up and it eats up our time. It eats up our action. It halts our action. And when guilt is rife, we operate out of shame. 
And that's never good soil to grow anything from. And it's all because we're operating in a world that is not designed for our flourishing. Of course, strides have been made for sure to for policies and procedures and all of that kind of stuff. But all of the main stuff that gets in the way still gravitates to a male-centered world, a patriarchal-centered world, where we orbit around the male normative way of doing things. And so, so, so much of our guilt is misplaced because we forget that the world isn't set up in a way that enables women to feel good about existing in multiple roles. And this heaps and heaps and heaps shame on us that we absolutely don't need, we don't deserve. That's a big one. And that's something that all of us need to question, to challenge, to pick apart and find some good female role models for this stuff and be good female role models for this stuff by holding our hands up and saying, this system is rigged. Secondly, and maybe more practically speaking, there may be other reasons why you're feeling a real struggle in setting boundaries and getting any sense of balance. Um, and I think another reason why balance and boundaries might feel off might be in o- us overestimating our capacity. So saying yes when we really mean no or our body says no, maybe taking on too much and then feeling like real failures when we don't get around to doing things or when we do it out of duty. We are resenting saying yes and then wasting more time and energy stewing over these things that we wish we hadn't said yes to. And maybe this is about having difficult conversations because generosity cannot exist without boundaries. Boundaries are not easy, but they are the key to self-love and treating others with loving kindness. Nothing is sustainable without boundaries. Another reason why we might find ourselves flailing in terms of boundaries uh, might be that we don't actually have a plan for our business or our work and we are just flying by the seat of our pants. Um, I know that I relate to that and it's only in the last couple of years that boundaries in my work have been so, so paramount. So maybe you're switching from task to task, feeling really half-assed in a bunch of areas So if you work for yourself and you haven't given yourself the gift of some structure, it's super likely that you're going to be scrambling. It really is. It's super likely you're not prioritizing, that you feel swamped, and then you're doing a lot of comparing and looking around at other people's work or their businesses. Giving yourself the gift of a plan, of a strategy, is significant in taking yourself, taking the work you have to do seriously and tuning into your own way of doing things. Another thing um, and what might be in the way is thinking that we should be able to do it all and not asking for help, not getting creative with collaboration, with sharing ideas, with investing in support. So maybe if you're running a business, you feel like you're the marketer, the creator, the admin, the CEO, the accountant, bookkeeper, the designer, the cleaner, whatever it is. We would absolutely never, ever be expected to do all of these roles in a traditional job. Um, so what are the things that you're laboring over that are absolutely none of your business in your business? What do you wish could be taken off your hands? Time and money are the same energy in lots of ways. And we're exchanging them all the time. So what is it about our hesitation to do this in our work? 
asking for help. And maybe what's in the way is actually a belief that we have that tells us that the harder you work and work and work, that the more you'll earn and earn and earn. And we're slogging it out instead of being really smart and strategic about our time. There's a bunch of stuff in the way, and that's why boundaries doesn't feel easy. That's why it's a big topic for us to unpack. This is just part one. I want to just present boundaries as what I believe they are and what I see is in the way as a bit of a relief, hopefully, for you to know that you are not alone, that this is absolutely stuff that all kinds of women are going through as well. Um, If any of these are connecting, I would love to hear it. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at Mel Wiggins. You can email me hello at melwiggins.com and I'll be back in a couple of weeks for part two of Getting Brave with Boundaries. See ya.